Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning, witches. It is December 5th, 2023. It is Thursday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Asheville Pagan Supply. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, growing up is acting less childish and being more childlike by Lizzo. So moving into some headlines, this comes to us from getsurrey.co.uk, and it reads, the Surrey witches who credit their sisterhood coven with banishing anxiety. And this comes from the mental health segment of their news website. Are witches real? (laughs) Yes, they are, and they're in Surrey. The Lunar and Wild Coven is a group that offers a safe and supportive space for modern witches. Now, its Surrey founder is hoping her way of life can have a positive impact on mental health. The founder, Stephanie Wild, believes the community's mental health is uh, is better off as a result of their membership. They have a community of over 50 members called the Sisterhood that spans across the country and connects via Zoom at least once a month. Stephanie said, Whilst embarking on my own personal journey to help alleviate my struggles with anxiety, I discovered a profound source of solace within the practice of witchcraft. Recognizing the transformative power it had on my own well-being, I felt compelled to share this positive impact with others who might be navigating similar challenges. I was amazed at how quickly it grew. Women from all walks of life joined the coven because they too wanted to feel a part of a community where they belonged. It's not Hogwarts with its flying brooms and talking animals. Lunar and Wild is based around an ancient and diverse spiritual focused on lunar magic, foraging, the Wheel of the Year, and spellcraft. The coven has links to pagan traditions, which is are people who practice magic. Magic, which witches like to spell with the K to, to, to differentiate it from stage magic. I don't think that's quite true. I think that's a, I think that's a misunderstanding. Um, myths and misunderstanding, I believe. Um, I won't get into that right now. <laughs> I'm like, can I soapbox? No, because I'm not 1000% sure on my information. That's something I'll have to research and add to that class that I do every year where I'm like, here's everything we think, but we're wrong. Um, that's a very popular one. And for modern witches, they believe that in today's busy world, finding a way to unwind, relax, and reconnect with yourself is a powerful spell indeed. While the witches may have been practiced throughout history, the coven believes that they have been misunderstood and stigmatized. For the coven, witchcraft involves meditation, ritual work, and use of herbs and offers a holistic approach to well-being. They believe that connecting with nature and harnessing energy and embracing a spiritual path have positive impact. Members pay $19.99 per month. I don't know why I laughed. 
It's because it, it sounds like um, an infomercial for like two seconds. Uh, members pay $19.99 per month, which grants them access to sessions and workshops as well as seasonal rituals. So this is very fascinating. This actually makes me want to bring up a few things. Uh, so there's a lot of cult documentaries coming out. And I've actually talked about this with a few of our listeners uh, privately as well as like, well, privately as in like our listener spaces online. But uh, it can be really, really hard to... Like what? So first off, I completely agree. I, th- I think witchcraft really does help with our mental health. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and he was talking about how he really wants to get back into his practice because it really helps with his mental health. And same, I agree completely. I think it can really help with mental health. However, I would be very cautious about that being one of the main forms of like advertising, of saying, "Hey, join our group uh, to get rid of your anxiety." That is when it starts to feel uh, like, you know, maybe, I won't say red flag, but like a pink flag, like a just, mm, let's just watch ourselves flag. So in my book, The Door to Witchcraft, I, I talk about multiple red flags when like joining groups. And we just want to make sure that like, we're not promising things we can't uh, guarantee, you know, especially when it comes to mental health and emotional. Um, while I do think witchcraft and practicing witchcraft a side effect of that can be better mental health. Uh, you know, it depends on the person. It depends on their treatments. It depends on um, everything. But for that to kind of be how we're promoting our group uh, makes me a little uneasy. Um, another thing that is a typically a red flag, I think, oh, who said, who wrote this? Lisa, nope, what's her name? Oh my gosh. She writes a lot. She used to write for like about.com and she wrote for witchcraft. I think her name's Lisa. Uh, I just can't think of her name right this very second, but she also had like a red flag list that I use as inspiration for my red flag list because it was really well done. And I, I've always given her credit. Um, one of those is when you pay money, but you don't know where that money's going or what it's for, right? Because if you're calling yourself a coven, it should be a social group. This sounds like a business. Like you're paying month, you're paying um, $19.99 a month, which grants access to sessions and workshops as well as seasonal rituals. Now, is that like online or is this like a video library that you're gaining access to where you can find these resources and like watch them on your own time? Or are they paying monthly for access to just be to just be allowed to witness these group activities? You know, like that would be my big question. Uh. Because that's when it becomes not a business or not a coven, but a business, right? If you don't know where the money's going, what it's for. Uh, actually, I think it's Fiona Horn. She wrote in her book, I think L.A. Witch, which is it L.A. Witch? Yes. I believe it's an L.A. Witch, Fiona Horn's book. She writes about how you can handle member dues within a group, right? And there's a few reasons why groups have dues. Multiple reasons, right? It can be one, maybe every year the group goes on a trip and does like a magical retreat or pilgrimage or um, they go to Stonehenge or some like, so everyone pays every month to put money into this pot to travel and do this big thing. That's sometimes what membership dues are for. Uh, And sometimes membership dues can be because people are really bad at volunteering 
<laughs> to bring stuff for like rituals and ceremonies and sabbats. And so as a way to equalize that, they request membership dues to pay for those things. So, um, yeah, so definitely just if you're ever paying to be a part of a group, you want to make sure you know where that money is going and what it's for and who it's paying and what it's paying for. All of those things. That's just like a good thing to ask uh, because we don't because, you know, we're towing the line between is this a group or is this a business? And you need to know the difference. You need to know if you're joining a a spiritual community, a spiritual group, or if you're engaging with a business to gain access to products. And literally, why is not say one's better than the other or whatever, but like you just need to know so that you know how to engage with that group, how much information to give that group, how vulnerable to get with those groups how much access you let those groups have to you because it's different right like our our close-knit type you know it's just it's different you know you're more likely to share your big secrets with your friend group than you are uh your meal delivery service you see what i'm saying so it just it lets you know how close to get to that anyways i thought this was really interesting i did not know i was going to be getting into uh, things to look out for when I started reading this. Um, but here we are. I like that I can kind of give you guys things to just think about, you know? Anyways, I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Tuesday, December 5th. The waning crescent moon crosses all the T's and dots all the I's in Virgo today. Here, the moon trines Jupiter. This is a welcome break in the clouds after the T-squares of the last couple of days. The moon's trine to Jupiter lends good feelings all around. These two planets are in Earth signs, and they're promoting the goodwill to push up our sleeves and really get to work on the things that matter to us. Let these good feelings buoy your efforts today and find a project that you enjoy to put this energy into. You will get a lot done and you'll feel great about it to boot. Your daily moon mantra is, you are your greatest asset. This has been your daily moon mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Asheville Pagan Supply is a witch-owned and operated old-age metaphysical pagan supply store located in the Blue Ridge Mountain town of Asheville, North Carolina. Our shop specializes in high-quality products created by local magic practitioners and craftspersons with an emphasis on sourcing products that are botanical, organic, ecologically conscious, and affordably priced. We are extremely proud of our knowledgeable and friendly staff who are always prepared to answer questions and personally assist customers with their purchases. Our belief has always been that our business presence in the community offers a normalcy to pagan practices and in educating the general public we assist in dispelling myths and stereotypes associated with different pagan practices. Open since July of 2014, we focus on our local community and hosting workshops and events. Visiting Asheville? Find us. Just look for the raven with the key. 
or shop 24-7 at AshevillePaganSupply.store. That's A-S-H-E-V-I-L-L-E-P-A-G-A-N Supply.store. Blessed be. All right, I am back. So you all know that during the commercial break, I tend to scroll or check my email. Um, I opened up my Facebook feed just real quick while we were on commercial break. And I saw one of my friends on Facebook posted that they are at the Art Institute of Chicago. And it's an exhibit called Bloodsuckers. And it is... Oh my gosh, wait, is this, is this, okay, here's what it says. Finally made it to bloodsuckers. What's so wild is that two major exhibits are such accumulations of my, the Art Institute of Chicago, oh, she went to the Art Institute of Chicago, thesis on looking beyond the Cape of Dracula, old Eastern European Neolithic cultures, and then the occult. Yes, yeah, so it's the Field Museum. It's called Bloodsuckers Legends to Leeches. And they have a blood drive. I think that's so cool. It is in Chicago. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That is so neat. Oh, jealous. Anyone who gets to go, you should go. It's so cool. Anyways, we are back. And this week, we're focusing on prosperity magic because it's the beginning of the month. It's been a rough year for people. Anything we can do to help add a little oomph, I would like to. Now, this one is neat. This kind of combines the season with prosperity magic. And this is from the December 2023 issue of Which Way? Orange Slice Ornaments for Prosperity and Joy by Jessica Jasha. So this is a very simple inexpensive a little time intensive but you know uh kitchen magic for prosperity and holiday cheer into your home and i would i like to think you could do this with children uh it might be dependent on the age so you'll have to gauge that situation but i love this idea and i really want to incorporate it into my own traditions so again, simple, inexpensive, a little time intensive, a bit of kitchen magic to bring both prosperity and holiday cheer into your home. So you'll want to do this working with strong and focused intention. Like we talked about yesterday, right? You have to kind of be in that mindset and you have to be focusing on what these ingredients, what this process and why to you it triggers the idea of prosperity. You'll want to do this working with strong and focused intention. I recommend giving an offering to your spirit allies before you do the working and asking for their assistance and bringing about your desired results. Offer something you have on hand. Coffee, peanuts, butter, whatever. Leave it outdoors under an old tree. So remember the key to leaving offerings is, at least this is what I was um what I learned, you want to use offerings that humans considered vices. Of course, this is working with the dead. So if working with a deity, if you want to work with your deity, leave an offering that you know your deity likes uh, based off your own research and practice. If trying to connect to an ancestor, Ideally, you want to leave out something you think they enjoyed. If you don't know that, you typically want to leave out a vice. 
coffee they use is a good one. Uh, alcohol is a good one. Chocolate. I honestly, butter, legit. <laughs> butter. It's a great one. Anything that humans uh, really uh, had big feelings around is typically going to be something that uh, is going to help kind of uh, bring their energy. You can adapt this working by adding other herbs to the orange slices. Think in terms of herbs that fit your intentions. Some good candidates include cinnamon, nutmeg, star anise, or clove. Star anise would need to be secured to the orange slices and can be added uh, after the orange slices are done drying. So this is orange ornaments, uh, which is why it's a great holiday activity while also being a prosperity kind of working in spell. Same if you're adding cinnamon sticks. So if you're not using ground things, you want to dry the oranges first. So again, other herbs can be sprinkled on the slices if you have them ground with intention before baking. So to make these ornaments, you'll need an orange, a knife, a cookie sheet, parchment paper, and ornament hooks or twine and thread. So take a little time to set your physical, mental, and emotional space. However, you prefer to do that. And that's going to be dependent on your practice, your tradition, you as a witch. Um, I'm pretty sure most witches listening here have a decent grasp on how they set their own spaces based off of what they learned and how they just. Now, you can cleanse you and your kitchen if you would like to. Take time to meditate and breathe. If you want to physically clean, spiritually clean, you can do that. If you if you are a kitchen witch and you have special tools that you use just for kitchen witchery, you can also do that as well. So take a moment to connect with the spirit of the orange. Hold the orange in your hand and feel its energy. You can smell it. You can run your finger across it and get some of those oils on your fingertips like you want to connect with the orange ask this to bring health joy and prosperity into your home ask this spirit to brighten the ambience of your space if you are including other herbs in your working make sure to take some time to connect with each of them and ask them for what you need based off of their correspondence so that being said Cinnamon is typically good for balance, receptive energy, healing, increasing prosperity, wealth, and money. Clove, comfort, courage, harmony, money, warmth, and protection. Nutmeg, luck, calm, money, prosperity, well-being, and wealth. Star anise, energy, luck, and power. So preheat your oven to 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Slice up the orange with the knife and place each slice onto a cookie-lined sheet with parchment paper, focusing on your intention. Pour as much joy and magic you can muster into the orange slices. Think of the slices as little suns, balancing out the cold of winter and filling your home with an abundance of all good things. If you're working with other herbs, now is a time to sprinkle them on the uh, orange slices. Bake for three to four hours, turning every 30 minutes to ensure that each slice dries out evenly. When the orange slices are sufficiently dried out, take them out of the oven and let them cool. Attach the ornament hooks or twine and hang them onto your tree. You can also make them into garland and hang them above your door. And then you want to make sure to thank all the spirits that have assisted you 
in your working. So that's it. So Jessica is an herbalist, psychic, and writer in Minnesota. And you can find her at joshabotanicals.com. So, yeah, I think that's really fun. That's actually something I think I want to do. I think I want to do a lot of baking this year. And a friend of mine who makes these, like, banging orange honey cupcake things, I'm obsessed with them. And I've always thought the idea of slicing and kind of drawing out oranges or even candying oranges felt so difficult. But honestly, after reading like Jessica's instructions, it kind of feels like something I could. I mean, really, it feels really attainable all of a sudden, you know. Mm. All right, witches, we are wrapping up this episode. I want to give a shout out to listener Callisto Lowry. Callisto, you spiffy fair kitten. Allison DaCosta, you sophisticated, rule-breaking Wendigo. Molly Higgins, you hospitable, perfect muskox. And Josephine, you talented, spiffy, fae queen. Oh, gosh. Okay, jo- Josephine, I'm sorry. That's your new title because that fits with your name so beautifully. Josephine, the talented, spiffy, fae queen. If that's not like a tagline or like a band, like a band motto, I don't know what it is. That sounds great. Uh so, uh, yeah, thank you for your support uh, on Patreon. I appreciate all of you. So our card pull today is Power from Sacred Symbols Oracle. You are powerful. You are worthy. You are sovereign. It is time to remember your worth. Drawing this card invites you to take your place in the starring role of your life. There is no need to play small here. You are being granted permission to display your strength for all to see at this time. It does no service for you to hide your gifts. Drawing this card can also indicate that it is time for you to call your power back from any situation where you have been taken or where it has been taken or given away. Ooh, that's really powerful. I haven't shared too much, but I went through a really, really bad experience about two months ago. Um... That shook my entire world. And I was pretty um, immobile for like four days. It was really horrible. And I'm just now feeling the start like I'm getting my power back. Uh, And I just hope that's true. And I hope that uh, it's over. And one day I'll explain more about it. But it's going to be a while from now. But yeah, I really, really hope that's that is where uh, I hope that card's a good sign. I hope that card's a good sign. All right, witches. Before we leave, I do have a little housekeeping. Don't forget, we do have a new call-in segment. If you want to call in, leave a question. It will be aired. Uh, you can call 504-291-4527. It will ring to voicemail, and you can leave your message. You can ask a question, feedback, whatever you want to do. All right, witches. Don't forget any books, sex, headline sources, anything we referenced today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we will talk again tomorrow. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. 
Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull, can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.